Shabbos, Perik Ches, Mishnah Dalid, ate four more requisite amounts. We start with Devek, which is glue. So how much glue is useful that one will be liable for in Shabbos? Ketelitin Barosh Shav Sheves, for a bird trapper, he's going to put glue on top of his bird trap um, to catch the birds when they land on it. So enough glue to set one trap, that would be the requisite amount for Devek. Zeves, excuse me, Zefes, the Gafres. Um, Zefes is tree resin, like think tree sap. Gafres is um, sulfur. So both those things, if you have that resin, you can poke a very, like, you can use it to, let's say, the purpose for this is going to be to dispense mercury. Mercury, if you've never seen it before, is this, like, kind of very, very dense metallic liquid at room temperature. You want to get one drop out at a time, let's say, so you want to make a tiny dispenser, so you would have your container of of uh, mercury. Mercury is a tricky substance to work with. It amalgamates with metals. That means it like it sort of like combines with metals and joins with them. The word amalgamate you're probably familiar with. An amalgam, like a dental amalgam, actually is specifically referring to a mercury alloy, I'll call it. So anyways, so you want to dispense your mercury, you need to essentially put your mercury in a little glass tube. You want to block off the glass tube and then have a teeny tiny tiny hole that will like one little bead of mercury out at a time so you take your pitch your zephyrs your tree resin shove it in the top and then take a pin and make a tiny hole um in that sort of gummy material so you need enough zephyrs pitch tree resin or gophrous sulfur to block up a little hole and block up the lid the container of your mercury file and then a tiny poke a hole inside of that so let it come out drop by drop so that's how much Zephyrus and Garfus you need. Shava, Shava's wax, like think, you know, honeycomb beeswax. Kadeliten alpi nekev katani. If you have a tiny, let's say your wine barrel has a tiny hole in it. So how do you stop the tiny hole up? Take some wax and shove it on in. Enough wax to fit that, fix that tiny hole would be the amount you'd be liable for. Charsis. Charsis understands that Bartonura is crushed bricks. So you have a brick, and then you make it into like brick powder, if you will. So what would that be useful for? That would be useful for Kadelasos Pikur Sheltzorfe Zahav. Goldsmiths need to make a little furnace to heat up the gold, to melt it and control it. And um, what would happen is, you know, how do you make the furnace very hot? You have to push lots of oxygen into the fire. So you use a bellows, that kind of like, kind of like an accordion thing that like, you open and close, and it shoves a lot of air really fast to a little hole. So you'd stick that little, the end of the bellows into the furnace to get lots of air in there and pump it away. And you want to sort of make a snug fit so the air goes in and doesn't just sort of like come in. It's, a, it's effective that you can direct the air into the furnace and doesn't come out again. So you have to sort of like close the hole so it fits snugly against the furnace. For that, you would use harsis. Rabbi Huda is makel and he says not enough for the furnace entrance, but rather crushed brick. Be useful even for fixing a a leg. Pit put is like one of the three legs that they use to support their kira, their outdoor stoves and ovens. Um, it's small, and the point is even fixing a pit put would be enough of a use for crushed brick harsis to set it aside. Rebuta once again having a more strict view, and the lacha doesn't follow him follow him here either. Subin, subin is bran, and apparently bran burns very hot. So if you have a scenario where you don't have charcoal and you're a goldsmith, so instead of burning charcoal, you'll burn bran. That's what it says here. So the Mishnah Subin, how much bran? Kadeliten al pi kur shel zahav. Enough to put at the 
entrance of the uh, the uh, goldsmith's oven. Now, Sid. Sid, we've seen before, it's quicklime. So quicklime, calcium oxide, is pretty nasty stuff. Um, it is used primarily for industrial purposes, like to make mortar and plaster on walls, but also um, you could use it as a cosmetic. And as a cosmetic, its primary use is as a depilatory to remove hair. It also kind of burns the skin a bit, so it gives your skin like a nice ruddy shine. Um, and therefore, kind of the same way women use rouge today, or whatever the story is, they would use this um, Sid to um, make their faces shine nice and red, and also to remove hair from where they don't want it. So the Mishnah says here, how much Sid is useful? Kadei la sud katanish babanos, enough to uh, cover a small, like a pinky of a little girl, to remove the hair off that one pinky. Um, interestingly, there's a Gemara has a story that um, baby Barabaya, he wanted to make his daughter look beautiful, get her married off, so he essentially used Sid to make her squeaky clean, hairless, and I guess very shiny and red and ruddy, healthy looking. Um, and he did it limb by limb, pinky by pinky, finger by finger. Um, and that's why the Mishnah here is saying that one limb is enough. The Gamor goes on to say how he got a fantastic offer for his daughter, and his next-door neighbor thought, to, who was not Jewish, by the way, who thought um, to pull the same stunt as Bebe Barabaya did, and he essentially doused his daughter in the Sid, and the poor girl died because it's that caustic, and he accused Bebe of having killed his daughter. In any case, the Gamor goes on to say that normal girls wouldn't need this, just Bebe's daughter was swarthy, she had like dark hair, a lot of hair. The Gamor suggests because they drank a lot of beer in that house, whatever that means. Um, be that as it may, the point is that since it's a debilitory and it's used limb by limb, even one limb's worth, one little pinky and a little girl, would be enough Sid to make it quick line, to make it significant, and one would be liable for that. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kadeilasos Kilkul. Rabbi Yehuda has a strong, more strenuous shear, even less enough to, like, kind of, kind of like hair product to, like, gel back the hair at the girl's temples. I'm not sure how it works as a gel, if it's also dissolves the hair, I don't know. Um, but it, apparently, that's that. To sort of dampen down the curls. And Rabbi Nehemia Omer Kadeilasos Andipi, he understands it's not to kind of push the hair back, but perhaps push the hair down or something else. And Dippy is kind of going on the temple, a little lower down than where the hair normally is. So again, he's applying it to Rabbi Nehemia over there as a kind of cosmetic to make the girl look good. Whatever the case is, the halacha does not follow Rabbi Huda nor Rabbi Nehemia, but rather the Tanakama. It's enough Sid to anoint one little girl's baby finger.